everyone, and welcome to Oh! A Podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games, brought to you by Oh! A Rock Studios. I'm Paul Franzen, the head boy of Oh! A Rock. And I'm Michael Gray, the head writer of Oh! A Rock. Ooh, two months in a row with the same job title. I guess we're sticking with this one. Oh, well, we got the new intro, so we've gotta, <laughs> we've gotta stick with it. Oh, so how you doing, Michael? I'm doing okay. Have we made any video game progress since our last? <laughs> I, I I have some I have some updates that I could talk about. Um, oh, if we want to go into it, I've yeah. got some minor updates as well, so that's fine. Oh, you go first. What what have you been up to this month? Well, what I was thinking was, um, I I thought I would do some. Uh... Oh wait, wasn't last month when we were talking about the artwork for um, doing a possible adventure game? With, yes, uh, the, yeah, the we bridesmaid, were... and I, I think you were copied on that email. Yeah, I think she said she didn't. She, uh, she didn't want to do it. She doesn't. <laughs> no, I think it was more along the lines. It's like, hey, I draw with. It's basically the same thing I did. Um, it's like, okay, yeah. yeah, I can draw on a piece of paper. This drawing on computers thing makes no sense to me. I've never <laughs> done it before. That's right, because I, I I keep I keep having it in my head that it needs to be pixel. It's an adventure game. It has to be you know like sixteen bit pixels, or it doesn't count. But but we could you know totally look go beyond the pixels. Yeah. So what I was gonna do is uh, yeah. <laughs> um I actually I I've got this. I'm looking at this right now. I was gonna test out um doing some pixel art for for the possible game, but then I didn't realize oh, cool. what size beard in the mirror was and. So I've actually got a picture which is on my desktop, uh, Beard Mirror 6. (laughs) (laughs) What? I wanted to confirm whether or not this is the right size. What size is this? Oh, it's 947 by 592 uh, pixels. Yeah, I mean, the Beard in the Mirror was like, you know, 320 by 240, something like. It was tiny, and then... Uh, the engine automatically applies uh, nearest neighbor filter on it, like the like the kind of thing you can do in Photoshop. It applies that to the game while you're playing it. So, the the native resolution is it's two or three hundred something, but then it blows it up to nine hundred while you're playing it. Oh wow, really? I thought yeah, because I thought I know there are a couple of different resolutions for um, adventure games. Because I know I played. Um... Gosh, that one Indiana Jones Christmas game, and and that had the, <laughs> the like the three hundred by two hundred. I think that's it. Three two hundred by three twenty, I believe, is that resolution. I, I mean, basically, what that game was was. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, it didn't upscale. I had to like install like proprietary software, I believe, just so I could play the the, the two hundred by three hundred and twenty thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So okay, so that's interesting. That's good to know. So I guess another question would be, how exactly did the the, the menu work in Beard in the Mirror? Because um, I was thinking, um, if this is going to be more of the, I guess the more modern style is the bottom like of the screen is where an inventory is. Yeah. Because I know with with the really old style, it's like that's where the inventory is, and that's where all the action uh, commands are, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, super old games. That, uh, and actually, uh, Thimbleweed Park, which just came out this past month, the new Ron Gilbert adventure game uh, that's supposed to be a callback to these kind of games. It does the same thing. But anyway, yeah, uh, like the bottom left-hand side of the screen, I'll have a series of verbs, usually 9 or 12, I think. You know, look at, talk to, push, pull. And then to the right of that, we'll have like the window with your list with your inventory items. Um, so that's how the older games do it. Uh, the Beard in the Mirror did not do it that way. Um, we did a we did the 
slightly more modern or more simplistic uh, cursor interactions where you just kind of right click to scroll through different interactions. So we only have like look at, walk, talk to, and pick up, and you just kind of right click to scroll through the different cursor modes. Um, so we didn't have the verb interface at all. And then the inventory, um, you go to, there's like a bar at the top of the screen and you click on the icon there and you get to the inventory that way. Okay. So uh, AGS can do either of those. So whatever you'd want to do, we could make it happen. Because I was, I, was, I was thinking, um, simply because part of the, you know, the way I wrote the game was just like, um, what do you call it? One of those those casual adventure games. That are, and the way they do it with modern uh, casual adventure games is... Um, you know, it's all designed that you can play it on the computer or on the iPad. And yeah. so um, they want the, you know, the inventory is always at the bottom of the screen, the entire inventory, because um, that's more easier, I guess, for touchscreen interfaces. Yeah, sure. And those sorts of things, rather than having to open up a window, a separate window just to get your stuff. And, you know, obviously you can't right click on, a, you know, a touchscreen. Yeah, 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 of course. So I was just thinking, it's like, okay, so if I have this as like... How tall does the the thing at the bottom of the screen go? And those were questions I had to do. And then I realized it's like, wait, I need to know how large the window is in general. So yeah. I guess a follow up question: Would we make this widescreen or um, full screen? I think if we're smart, we probably try to do widescreen. Um, I mean, that's that's sort of my my gut reaction. I mean, it just looks nicer. It's more modern. But I guess actually that would cause problems if you're trying to put stuff on the bottom of the screen because widescreen, you don't have as much space down there. Oh, is that really? I thought widescreen meant Wouldn't it? that the space is wider. Um, so the space is wider, so it's also, it's also necessarily shorter, right? So there's less, you know, height space. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I, yes. You know, this is something I really should know, but I honestly don't know the difference between widescreen and HD <laughs> and all uh, these things. Um, yeah. Wide widescreen and HD are usually talking about similar things. It's the the differences between widescreen and full screen. So full screen is is closer to a square, you know, like an old television, older television set. And then widescreen is where the screen is wider, like a more modern television set. Hmm. Okay. Um. Or or to put it another way, uh, my Nigerian prince is full screen. Uh. And our newer games are closer to widescreen, if that helps. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll just, I, I guess probably what I was going to do next was, uh, you know, once I figure out what the general screen is, I was going to do mockups for um, basically the uh, the various screens because um, uh, the adventure game we're working on, the, the escape room game for real escape, <laughs> whatever the name is, it's only got like four or five screens, right? Yeah, it's got four, seven, seven screens, and then maybe mm-hmm. maybe another. Yeah, so it's got less than 10 screens, so I was just going to do, like, a basically the concept art for what those screens would look like. Okay. And I was going to pretend that was a major step. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's helpful. That, that's, certainly, uh, that's certainly one of the first steps, one of the early steps we need to, we need to do. Um, okay, so the Beard of the Mirror is, it, like I was saying, it, it's natively 320 by 200. And then when you're playing the game, the, uh, the resolution, you know, the nearest neighbor modifier bumps it up to 900, whatever. Um, we can go as high as 1024 by 768 in Adventure Game Studio. Oh, wow. Um, and that is definitely then. a widescreen resolution, isn't it? Yes. Yes. 
So see. that's the highest one. Then the next lowest would be 800 by 600, which is full screen. Yeah, because um, full screen is 4 by 3 aspect ratio. Yes, uh, yes, and yes. widescreen or HD is 16 by 9. And apparently there's a new 16 by 10. I'm like, how much wider is it going to get? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm amazed that's amazing me. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's our limit in the current version of AG. Or sorry, in the version of AGS that I have, I don't know if there's been an update since uh, since I installed this, but that's what we can do at the moment. Okay, so I'll try, uh, I mean I'll try different things out because basically I, what I've done with the um, uh, pixel art is um, I don't know I haven't done too much pixel art, but mm-hmm. I just zoom in, you know, so I see the individual pixels and draw them that way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's basically how uh, Lizzo did it when she was drawing the art for the Beard in the Mirror. I mean, uh, for a lot of the a lot of it, at least she was just really doing it pixel by pixel, and then she would do some like fancy shading stuff sometimes too, uh, using Photoshop tools. Oh, I have no idea how to do that. That would yeah, be awesome. Yeah, I know, I know. That's so. It's uh, what is it? The burn and the dodge tools. I think she would play around with those. <laughs> One darkens things within a radius, one lightens things within a radius, stuff like that. Wow, this is stuff I have no idea. Burn. No? I mean, that's sounds do you, do dangerous. You ha- do you have Photoshop? Let's start with that. Do you have Photoshop? Yes, but I mean, All you've right. seen my Photoshop. Oh. <laughs> 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 Francie Drew. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I actually, um, I only know that because I use those tools sometimes when I'm um, putting together the photographs for our photographic games like Cat President and Pizza Boy. Oh, that's uh, right. I, yeah, yeah. You do some different things. Yeah. Whereas I, I'm doing more, um, trying to get it black and white, and then I color it from there. Sure, sure. So as opposed to me actually working with color and then and doing a uh, fancy shading with colors that pre-exist. <laughs> hey, whatever works. I'm, I'm sure it'll look good. You, uh, you sent me that uh, the cow you drew uh, a while ago. That came out pretty well. Yep, I yeah. have faith. Yeah, and the you know the guy who was sitting next to me um, <laughs> basically gave me some more <laughs> tips on how to do super fancy or pixel art, and so I'm like, Perfect. oh, this is great. Now I can now I could do a cow, which is like twice as good. So we're so yeah so so you're gonna do the art for uh, for the escape room game then? I guess. I mean, yeah, what cool. I want to do is at least try, like I said, to do uh, you know do some concept art for this. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um. If we can, if we can finish any of the other games I'm that are currently in production, I can, I can move that onto my schedule. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah, well, I guess we can. That that can transition us into talking about some of those games. Um, so the the Francie Drew and Friends collection is like is super close to being finished. Like the, I mean, obviously, My Nigerian Prince and Francie Drew One are totally finished. I mean, we already released them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francie Drew 2 is also basically done at this point uh, and trapped in a soap opera, I think. Uh, I haven't looked at it in a little while, but I think it was just like menus and stuff. And I, th- and I think I need feedback from you at some point about the current version, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I just played it for a little bit and said, oh, he did a bunch of fancy stuff. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, um, so, yeah, the like four out of the five games are pretty much finished. It's just um, wrapping up on uh, Who Am I? The Let's Play Disaster. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> which is also moving along pretty well. Um, I, I finally started to put in uh, Diana Gray's footage into the game. The other, the other live action character who appears. Uh, so that's that's looking pretty good. That's great. You know, I wish I had more <laughs> um, 
I'm sorry. I was about to say something completely off topic. Oh, that's okay. So, so, uh, so she's got. So that was actually live action footage uh, that she I mean, shot. It was, I mean, I mean, it was like it was the same as yours. It was footage that she recorded like with her laptop uh, of of her let's playing, uh, the let's player. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is that bad? Is that not what it's supposed to be? What did I do? No, no, no. Now I'm remembering. I'm remembering it backwards because when she's let's playing me, I'm still mm-hmm. pictures, right? Um, so I, I'm, I'm still trying to work out what looks the best, actually. So okay, because I, because we did both, right? I know I obviously did myself like, you know, recorded myself pretending there's somebody let's playing me in an invisible <laughs> box to the, to the upper right. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean that's that's what I'm 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 on like the first scene of that section. So right now I kind of have a box with you and a box with Diana both on the screen, and you're both kind of talking to each other. Um, but I think once this scene finishes, we'll start. We might start doing the still images after that, where you're like in the kitchen and doing laundry and stuff. Yeah, because those are those are the yeah. still images. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I, th- I that's where I think it's going right now. Um, we'll we'll find out <laughs> as I progress. Um, but yeah, that's what that is. Um, I, I, I'm not going to call this an issue that I ran into, but it was a thing I had to to work with was that, um, your video on Diana's videos were shot at different resolutions. Speaking of resolution. Oh, hey. Yeah. (laughs) So I was left with the options of either going through and recutting every single one of your videos or what I actually did do was that I... I zoomed in a little bit on Diana's, so I was able to crop out the sides of the video so that it matched yours better. Because otherwise, it, I would have had to like put black bars on it, which would have looked weird, or the two videos would have been different sizes, which would have looked very weird. I thought it was like... I mean, I kind of did it on purpose with not HD camera, I, I guess, to imitate somebody who has no idea what they're doing, but... <laughs> Also because it's easier for me to use the non-HD camera, too. <laughs> no, I mean, you're, the footage all looks really good. Um, and I think, I mean, I can try it if you want with the, with each video having a different resolution, but that was sort of how it came out it by default. It looked weird, yeah. It, it looked weird, exactly. It didn't look like, it looked like that we, the developers, made a mistake or that we were being lazy and not having the videos match. It didn't look like it was like an intentional stylistic thing. Yeah, I understand. So, yeah. so I'm going with them matching for now. <laughs> um, if it looks better, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, at some point, like... So we the game isn't greenlit yet. The, the collection has not been greenlit yet. So I, I don't know, like, what we're going to do if it doesn't get greenlit. If we, I, I mean, I guess it all depends on what Steam is going to charge developers, right? Because... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I want to pay $5,000 out of pocket. So we'll have to figure out, like, if we want to, you know, just release the episodes individually on Itch.io. Maybe we could do, like, a fun thing like where for a month we release a new game every week, something like that. Oh, or, yeah. I... Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I might do that. I'm, I mean, my I still cross in my fingers that the Steam Greenlight thing works out, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the alternatives are going to be if if it doesn't. Um, that's, that's sort of one idea that I'm, that I'm kicking around right now, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see, definitely. Okay, well, that's good. And you, I also noticed you've been doing, uh, progress with, uh, Awkward Steve. 
Yes. Oh, thank you for bringing that yeah, so up. So how do you determine which scene? I mean, it sounds like some mm-hmm. scenes didn't make the cut. And how do you determine, you know, what scenes make the cut and which scenes don't? Or, uh, you know, what do you do when it's like, oh, this is supposed to be a crucial scene, but I accidentally left the camera lens on? Oh, man, these are these are great questions. I like this. Thank you. Um, so... A lot of the times when I'm, I, I mean, I have like a whole script written out, right? Of, of the almost down to like the shot and camera angle of what each scene is supposed to look like that I wrote before producing the game. And now I'm using that script while editing the footage and trying to match it up with, with my original ideas. But yeah, sometimes I'm looking at the footage and I'm like, this, this isn't funny. This is just stupid. I hate this. I don't want this in the game. Like there was. <laughs> This is the worst. But there's an extended dance sequence at one point in the game. And I'm just sitting there watching and I'm like, no, this isn't funny awkward. This is this is just really awkward. No, no, this is this is gone. So there's like a whole like yeah, there's like a, a scene that I'm just like just wholesale removing from the game. Like there's a part where you, you get to choose whether you do a thing or not do a thing. Like there's a there's a there's a pathway there and I just eliminated one of the paths, the one that led to the dancing, because I hated it so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that's that's what happens sometimes. Is sometimes stuff just gets cut, and I like code around it. You know, um, the cool thing about Awkward Steve is that, and the weird thing about it is that there's no spoken dialogue in the game, right? Like it's all it's like a silent black and white thing where I and I do title cards to show that the dialogue is. So if I need to cover up for a shot being really bad or me removing it from the game, I can just change the dialogue while I'm coding it. I don't have to reshoot anything. Like, I can have Steve say something different to cover it up. I don't feel like dancing now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, I could just, the the player chose the dancing option, and I could just splice in a shot of Steve shaking his head and saying, no, no, I'm not doing that. (laughs) Very easily. Um, so that's that's one of the things that comes up. Um, thankfully, with this game, I haven't had to reshoot any footage. I did for the first Awkward Steve game, though. Um, and that was a bigger problem than it would have been because the entire game was filmed in my apartment. Mm-hmm. And in between when I filmed the game and when I coded the game, I moved. <laughs> so, you know, the whole the whole set was different. It was in a different. It was in a different house, so that that was that was that took some finagling to get that to work. Uh, I didn't the really way I noticed wanted to. that, but yeah, cool. Uh, there's there's it's only one shot, and it's a really dumb one. It's um, it's a shot in the in the kitchen sink. the The camera is inside the sink, and there's water coming out of the faucet onto the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and the original shot, uh, I forget what the issue was. Um, it might have just been that, like, there was a weird close-up of my face, and I didn't like it, because I sometimes, you know, I get self-conscious about stuff like that, and the, I just have to cut it. Um, but either way, I just filmed it inside the new sink, and thankfully, it didn't look that much different than the original one. Well, I mean, obviously, people didn't get to see the original one to compare it to either. So. That's true. I mean, but the but the faucet, you can see the faucet in certain shots. So, like, if you were really intense about it, you could probably compare the two and be like, that the handle on that faucet is completely different. <laughs> this is terrible. Continuity. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so you you mentioned something here. I'm going to dump this into my uh, list of game ideas. I kind of like the idea that the character disagrees with what the player <laughs> wants to do. Yeah, that's fun. We could do that. 
<laughs> I know there are a couple adventure games where that happens, but um, wasn't that like in one of the new Monkey Island games, and that just made you re- really mad because Guybrush said he's not going to do this, and then, oops, uh, turns out he does. The, have we talked about this on the podcast before? Uh, that puzzle was bad because the solution was you had you had to give LeChuck an item and get him to help you, and... If you talk to him and a- and if you talk to him and try to select the option to ask for his help, Guybrush wouldn't do it. But if you hand him the item, Guybrush is like, "Help me, please." Like it didn't make. I might have those backwards, but it- one of the ways you try to do it, Le- Guybrush says, "No, no, I'm absolutely not asking for his help." And the other way, the actual solution was that you ask for his help. It was so stupid. But in general, I'm yeah, I'm not against the idea. In general, <laughs> it was just that yeah, specific if implementation. It's set up that you know, you know, our main character is kind of a jerk and doesn't like to do things. <laughs> I like that the 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 player character actively is working against the player. Yeah. So I mean, I'll just just threw that on the list of various game ideas I have. Um, <laughs> not writing anything right now. Um, I kind of wish I could do more. I had more time for writing. I, what I really need to do is just go through the entire lawyer game again and, you know, clean that up a bit. Yeah. Um, geez, we have too, too many games that are, that are like, ready to get started. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, another game, um, this is basically the, the end of all the video game work I've done, was uh, I, I, I did a little bit of rewriting for... Um, the worst high school reunion ever. Let me. Oh yeah. Okay. Pull it up. I don't know if I did any writing for uh, Love on the Oregon Trail. Maybe I just thought about doing writing for that, but didn't actually. I think you uh, you tweeted about it recently, and some people got really excited about it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People. Oh no, I did write. I did write a thing for this. Oh my goodness. I only wrote one page. Don't get too excited. But... <laughs> Yeah, no, I tweeted about it and people liked it, and so I I um I came up with one uh, I came up with the uh, because what I wanted to do was uh, have have at least one of the stories one of the stories be like a sci-fi story and one of the stories be a mystery right. story, <laughs> and so I just wrote a little bit of the mystery story where um bad guys are trying to take control of Oregon, I guess, and your, your goal is to stop them. Because otherwise the wrong city is going to be named as the capital of the state, and that's going to lead to some sort of war. Well, is, is there any way you can tie uh, some of these other ideas you're talking about into this? Like, could one of the pathways involve a player character who disagrees with you and doesn't want to do what you say? I could, yeah. I'll, I'll throw that in there, see if it works. <laughs> Maybe, uh, maybe like an, uh, a parasitic alien has taken over the character's brain and you're trying to work against that somehow. Interesting. Something like Animorphs kind of thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I've already wrote like, yeah. I mean, most of my script here is like 10, 10 pages of the time traveler story. I've already got oh, the, oh, yeah. the okay. sci-fi <laughs> time. So, I mean, the basic premise is that, you know, for her, um, uh, what do you call it? Senior project? She has to go back in time and research one of her ancestors. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and so that, that's it. I would play that game. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me see. I know I was going to try... Because um, you tweeted yesterday that um, we, we need a game where, where the beard is actually a cat. <laughs> that was that was nonsense. That was a nonsense idea. <laughs> Oh, okay. So I don't have to actually make his. Beard no, you cat. don't have to. <laughs> no, that was because like 
<laughs> I do daily uh, searches on Google for every single one of my games. So I like I have a gigantic Google search bookmark that's like, quotes, cat president or the beard in the mirror or awkward Steve. And so the Google ads like was weirdly combining all of those searches into like life in life in beard. Is that what you're trying to find? Stuff like that. <laughs> beard and the cat. Yeah. yeah. Beard cat. And so, no, I mean, I responded with, um, basically the only thing I've been writing recently is reviews for these, uh, sweet Valley high, uh, I guess special books. Awesome. Or, or whatever you call it when it's, uh, a very special episode of the TV show where we we deal with a heavy topic like racism and and such. Sure. But um, let me see. I have to take a couple steps back to explain this. Basically, I've got uh, mm-hmm. the Amazon, I guess, Kindle Unlimited thing, which uh, you know, it's it's a deal with Amazon. Like, you get six months and you can read any book in their program that you want, and. Uh, of course, it's like 95% all the self-published stuff and nothing by like anybody who's really famous or anything. <laughs> no, no New York Times bestsellers. But it looks like one of the ghostwriters for Sweet Valley High just decided to go along with and say, hey, okay, you can put all of my books, uh, all the ones that I wrote, up there. And she must have been the author, uh, Kate Williams is her name, she must have been the author who was assigned to write all the uh, special episode ones. Because all... All of these books deal with stuff like that, like racism, and either that or the entire series is like that, but I don't, <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> Let me see, there's gambling, okay, so lying about, lying to the girl that he has a crush on, and, or, uh, because she's planning on running away to New York, and teacher, teacher crush, awkward storyline, but... <laughs> <laughs> Underage drinking is that in there? Underage drinking, yep. Underage yeah. smoking, those things. All the all the classic TGIF specials. Mm-hmm. So I just I, it just came to me that it's like you know what I've just read so many of these. They're the storylines are just kind of interchangeable at this point that you could just create like a I could create one of those uh, you know random storyline generators. Which um, I don't know if you've seen the one for like fan fiction the the fanfic. The bad fanfic generator. I think I remember seeing that, yeah. Yeah, so I could do something like that. It's like, okay, our character is a boy or girl, and no, no, it randomly chooses the answer. So it's either going to be a boy or a girl, and they're ashamed of... It's like, secret that deals with them, deals with a random family member, and the, the secret is uh, racism, drinking, smoking, one, one of those other things. And so I could clearly see... A beard cat fitting into there, <laughs> like you could write a story just that fits into the generic outline of okay, he he he's trying to hide the fact that his beard is not real. He actually <laughs> used a cat uh, for his beard in his photo, and now he's trying to cover up for it. Because so many of these special special stories are about somebody who has the deep dark secret that they're trying yes, to that's hide. His, that's his deep dark secret that he doesn't really have a beard. It was his cat the whole time. <laughs> so, so that's why when you tweeted that, I just tweeted yes. back. It, it's yeah. like it has to be a Sweet Valley super special book. Uh, <laughs> uh, now that you've said that, now I want to make like a randomly generated visual novel game. I don't know how that would work, but like. Like, procedural generation is is sort of a big thing in gaming, like the dungeon crawlers where the game, like, builds a new level for you each time. Like, they weren't, like, 
levels, like set levels crafted by the developer, the game randomly generates the dungeons. So that makes me wonder, like, what would the visual novel equivalent of, of that be? What did you call that? Procedural something? Generation? Uh, procedural generation, I think, yeah. Yeah, because I imagine it would be sort of like, um, as I said, the, the bad fanfic um, uh, yeah, generator, yeah, where basically exactly. it all it does is it has it has like a couple of templates and it will just like swap uh you know the character names and uh you know like which one's going to be the love interest which one's going to be xyz so throw that also on the game pile <laughs> <laughs> randomly generated visual novel i think that would be really interesting i bet it would be good for uh for twitch streaming because <laughs> it would be a different experience each time and it would probably be weird too really weird I could people do like it stuff weird. like that yeah and so that was part of the re- Part of my idea behind, um, gosh, I don't know if I already talked about this, uh, the the worst high school reunion ever. I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast, no. Oh, uh-oh, dogs. Oh, I hear Rover. Rover's doing his scary dog bark. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Let me double check here. Oh. High school reunion. Oh, last touched, March 27th. <laughs> that was this year or last year? This year. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, that's not too bad. I did rewrite it. Okay, so basically, um, with the worst high school reunion ever, this was just um, when I was trying to program myself or teach myself how to program in uh, a RenP. I, 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 you know, did this. It was basically, it's basically nine, 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 nine hours, nine persons, nine doors, except, um, you know, it takes place in a high school. And so, um, I mean, it was a really, I guess, hard ripoff <laughs> of that. Sure. And uh, let me see, I think I programmed it, and I, I sent it out to Paul, and uh, you said that it was... Well, you said it didn't get interesting until the actual characters themselves <laughs> appeared. I'm sorry. No, 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 you're right. And so what I did was, I, I went back and uh, kind of rewrote this thing uh, to basically start off at that point where... Uh, I mean, start off with the characters... Because 999, if you've played that, and the and the sequel game of Virtue's Last Reward, uh, they both they both start up when the character is kidnapped and uh, the character is kidnapped and sent into this death room, and they both start with the character waking up in, in the death room, and so then we get a huge you know, and he tries to escape from the death room, and we get a huge unwieldy flashback um, explaining how they got there. And so what I did was I just uh, changed when the story starts. So now the story starts like uh, several days earlier, I guess. We can actually meet all the characters before we have the scene of our main character getting trapped in a room and having to escape by herself. So I don't know. How many pages? It's like 35 pages. What am I doing? I didn't write that much, did I? It's half the size of a pizza boy almost. I know, and most of it was just testing out, uh, you know, can can we do puzzles like that? I, mm-hmm. I think it worked, and I mean, Pizza Boy has these uh, various puzzles where it's, um, whatever you call it, menu, touchscreen, it's not menu. Oh, uh, yeah. Dial, dial, like, decision-based puzzle. I mean, we can, in RenPy, we can do any puzzle that's choose an option from a list of options. It's the easiest thing to code in the game. Yeah, and so um, you know that was part of the the thing I was doing as well as uh, testing out the is it possible to make those types of puzzles. Mm-hmm. But I think I coded it wrong. So the one puzzle is uh, I have to do it twice. <laughs> I really should just rewrite it to make it easier. But I mean that's like two pages where you have to copy paste it. 
in any case, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I wrote like the 35 pages, and I, I got to the point, and then I realized this is just going to be a huge, humongous game. <laughs> <laughs> and so I didn't know how much I would write, but um, I wanted to do like 10 different storylines before... Uh, I mean, this was my idea before getting to the point where I realized, wait, I'm on page 35, and I'm already... And I'm just now getting to the point where the story splits off <laughs> in mm-hmm. like 10 different <laughs> ways. And yeah. I mean, I, I I complained about the amount of exposition, but uh, to be fair, like that's that's extremely common. I mean, obviously, in visual novels, the games are nothing like the they are exposition. Like that's what the game is. But uh, even beyond that, like they have a lot of text in these games, like a lot of text. I've I've been playing through Pizza Boy, and it, and it compared to or the other companies' visual novels I've been playing, like Pizza Boy moves at like a really fast pace, and it's, I thought that that's very interesting. I know. I, I have yeah. played one of those uh, visual novels mm. where it was supposed to be. It's like, oh my gosh, it took forever for our character to like actually leave his house and go to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was honestly like twenty to thirty pages of exposition <laughs> of just him at home getting ready to leave to go to school. It was just the work. Or, I mean, the Zero Escape games themselves, where there's, like, an hour of just people, like, talking about nothing in between the different puzzle rooms. And then they have to recap the uh, the things yes. they talked about. Recap the nothing that happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, the way it works with the High School Reunion was I, I have, like, the ten characters. Let me see. What did I say? Let me see. I had Mark Shakespeare, the English Club president, and then um, <laughs> Jessica Moore, I think. Wow, I should remember these characters, but I don't. Sorry. <laughs> she she's like the future business leader of America, and Anne Adams was the psychology student who, uh, spoiler alert, is is like dead. <laughs> so we don't what? have to worry about her. <laughs> Let's see. Um, uh, Mallory Ramsey, the girl who plays on her phone, is that like an actual thing in high school? Is there the girl who's always playing on her phone? I couldn't. I couldn't think of any I mean, other, think, like, high school stereotypes. I think that's everybody. That is everybody at all this the point. Students. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Albert Smith, who is he? I think he's supposed to be, like, the stereotypical nerd, although he, it's that seemed to butt heads with the English club precedent. <laughs> and so, you know, writing is difficult sometimes. <laughs> um, uh, Christy Spear, the cheerleader, I had some cool ideas for her and um vice principal smothers i i liked him i oh and the other two characters oh, sorry about this i mean that was a, a problem i guess with 999 too was um you know you've got so many characters there's got to be some way to stagger introduce them otherwise yeah. it just doesn't work or or you could do what 999 did which is just we're gonna kill off <laughs> the one character <laughs> so he's only got two lines of dialogue and that oh, was sort of man i guess that's why i came up with the idea of Anne <laughs> being dead from the start but oh. um the other characters because I, I skipped a couple uh, other characters were more mm. like straight from um 999 was um the uh, j-dog is what i call him. <laughs> is he actually called j-dog j-dog that is literally his name let me go oh for uh, for for people who don't know why I'm laughing at that, that's because uh, Michael and I did a and a couple of our friends too did a let's play of nine 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 a hundred years ago, and we kept calling the main character J Dog because we I didn't know how to pronounce it, <laughs> I didn't know how to pronounce his name, so he was just J Dog. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm trying to find this. I'm trying to find the actual script. If you'll give me a moment. Uh, sure, sure. 
Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's, it's called yeah. main storyline and introduction. Why did oh, I sure. name that particular file? I mean, that's the only <laughs> one I've got. So, so the way this game, uh, our main character is actually called uh, Akimi Kurashiki. I, I don't think her name is Kurashiki. That was the one in um, in nine nine nine, wasn't her name mm-hmm. something like that? I have, I have no idea. It's Akane Kurashiki is her name. Yeah. And so, um. You know, she's not actually a, a main character in Nine Nine. Would you say she's the main? She's not the main character. I mean, J Dog's the main. I mean, J Dog is the main playable character. Yeah, he's the main playable character, and yeah. so I did. It's like, okay, well, you know, the girl was. She was one of the more popular characters, I guess, with players and everything. Sure. I mean, they even, you know, did yeah. when they redid the game. You know, the cover is basically her and J Dog and their love story. Yeah. I mean, she was one of the more important characters, one of the more important NPCs, certainly. More important, interesting characters. And I seen, I seen yeah. the uh, the writer of the game just didn't understand why people liked her. Oh. <laughs> I seem to remember that. Let me see. I call her uh, Akimi Karachi. And so um, the scene is that they're expecting the 10th the person to show up. She's thinking it's her old boyfriend, Alejandro, who is the, this, the foreign exchange student. That was the only other um, high school thing I could think of. And it, it it's not it's a it's it's his roommate. The bad guys kidnapped the wrong person. <laughs> and, <laughs> and again, I, I don't know. Um, so I've got all these characters, but um, getting back to what we were talking about, uh, uh, randomizing things. Basically, mm-hmm. what I did was, um, you know, I was thinking about having ten different storylines. Basically, at you know, at the point in the game where the game splits up into ten storylines, there's like one for each character. Mm-hmm. And so I literally just ran it through um, a, a randomizer, <laughs> believe it or not, to uh, come up with the storylines uh, to determine, really? okay, what room are they going to go into, uh, which characters are going to, like, die slash disappear slash whatever. <laughs> oh, man. So so you, like, randomly decided who dies in this game. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, here, route number one. Okay, Mark's the one who dies. They go into storage. Because <laughs> we... It's, it's, like, it's like Clue, almost. Yeah, it's sort of like that. But, um... Yeah. Let me see. In 999, the way, that, like, you have different uh, groups that go into different rooms, right? Mm-hmm. And so I kind of did the randomizer to determine who's going to be in which group to, to split them up. Because yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't bother to think of, it's like, okay, character one, two, three, it's character four. No, so I, I just ran mm-hmm. it through a randomizer. So route one, it's it's J-Dog, Smothers, Christy, and Steve that go in, into the room with her. And route two, um, it's Albert, Christy, and J-Dog. And then route three, it's Mark, Albert, and Jessica. Route four, Mallory, Christy, sure. Jessica, J- So, I mean, literally, I just ran it through a randomizer. And now I'm wondering, it's like, if I could do something more like that. Also, the culprit changes each time, too. So Yeah. Oh, see, see, that's what I'm thinking now. Is there a way we can... I don't know. I'm, I'm all I'm all about combining ideas in games when I have like multiple ideas, like to see how I can make them into one. You know, fuse them together. Is there a way we could combine this with the idea of a randomly, procedurally generated visual novel where it is like exactly that? Like it pairs up different characters on each playthrough. A different character dies, stuff like that. Yeah. So what I've got here is um, I've only got two or three different things though. Um, I mean. Basically, the randomizer, basically, I guess it wasn't that random anyway. The randomizer, literally, all it did was just determine which characters are going uh, on uh, a a specific pathway and which Mm -hmm. character is going to be the culprit. Um, 
I didn't have that many ideas. That is, uh, I think I've only got two or three ideas for like plot events, which was, okay, in Route 1, somebody's disappearing. And Route 3, two characters hurt each other badly in a fight. Uh, Route 4, somebody's seriously accused of being a, a killer. Um, nothing in Route 5, nothing in Route 6, nothing in Route 7, <laughs> 8. Route 10, lots of death slash disappearances. <laughs> I'm not going to give spoilers here for um, uh, two of the line, two of the... I, I had ideas for two different culprits for two different storylines, so... <laughs> also, Route 5, I didn't want J-Dog to die, so he only gets shot, oh. but he lives. <laughs> oh, it's okay. The game the game won't come out for like two or three years anyway. So. Yeah, nobody will <laughs> no, remember. No one will remember. <laughs> okay, so some of the random ideas I had were um, yeah. uh, basically Anne, the dead character, is not actually dead. She's the culprit in the storyline. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, Alejandro, the roommate, is the culprit in the one. And also time-traveling main character is the culprit. Yes. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme in uh, O-Rock Studio games here <laughs> in general. A lot of time travel. <laughs> we, we just love time travel. I don't know. So that's that's another something I can think of if, if I'm not busy, uh, if I'm not too busy with these uh, book reviews and stuff. Yeah. Because I've only got the Amazon subscription for... for Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's like for three months, but I've got lots of books to read. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, where can people find your uh, book reviews? Um, on my website, uh, Argelfonf, the Nancy Drew dude. Uh, ah, it's spelled exactly as it sounds. Yes, exactly. And so, um, just search for you know Argelfonf book review, or um, you know, just go to my site and and look for book it's review. Like- argolfumpf.blogspot or something like that, right? Yeah, I don't think I post... I mean, I just post them all on my YouTube channel. Oh, they're on the YouTube channel, okay. Yeah, so right now I've got a gajillion... um, Maybe not a gajillion, but in order to save time, basically I write the reviews and don't post them. So I've got like a backlog of like... 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15... 16! 16! (laughs) I've got... 16 reviews written, which I haven't actually, you know, like, posted or, or made videos for yet. I've just got the script, and the script is literally just, yeah, the way the book reviews work is literally just me um, reading reading the review out loud while pictures <laughs> appear on screen. Cool. It's like, a, my, my wife says, it's just, it's like, this is just a glorified PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> Also true. Yeah, she said the same thing for visual novels, though. Oh, that's... She didn't say that for visual novels, but she said, like, when we first introduced her to uh, visual novels, you know, her main idea was, it's like, oh my gosh, it's a game where all it is is the part of the game that I don't like. (laughs) Like, I've played so many games where it's like, oh man, it's so cool, and then all of a sudden the game stops, and we just get a lot of dialogue and talking. It's It's like, I want them to go back to the running and the jumping. (laughs) Oh, but I tend to like those parts in the games where it's just talking. I'm I'm the opposite. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess it depends. I, I mean, we're running out of time, so we can't talk about this too much, but it depends on, like, you know, how good the story is. I've, I've definitely played games where I'm like, I'm, I don't want to go do these stupid turn-based battles. I just want to learn more about the characters and what's going on in this world. Yeah, and I think that was one of the big things with um, 
Final Fantasy VI, wasn't it? With the one segment where we just totally take a break from the game and jump into a different game, where you do an opera dance thing. Oh, the opera scene is the best part of the game, man. I would, I would play so many more RPGs if they got rid of the the RPG parts, the combat and all. Yeah, and there's just so many people that I believe that was their thing was, um, you know, they really liked that part because it was so different and. That's yeah. the only part of the game people remember. I guess people remember the villain. I didn't like the villain, but people remember him apparently. All right. Um. So we have a uh, we have a question from one of our fans on Twitter. If we want to talk about that real quick. Um. Sure. Yeah. This one's from Oarock Studio superfan Elizabeth Pfeffer, and she wants to know when did Paul and Michael become friends? We're friends. <laughs> Ouch. Oh. 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 No. <laughs> Wait, I think I can put a year on it. It was like 2006. Whenever I right? started writing for Game Cola, yeah. yeah, I got. It was a uh, 06. I think it was it was 06 or 07. It was when I was still in college, definitely. It was, yeah, that's Maybe even right. Five, that's right. Yeah, 06 yeah. or 07. Uh, but yeah, I was. Um, yeah, it was when I was still the editor in chief of Game Cola. Uh, I was uh, trolling on uh, game FAQs, looking for new writers, reading people's reviews on there, uh, as I was wont to do at that time, and. I came across something that Michael had written, and I thought it was really good. So I started emailing him and pestering him to write for the site. That was before the Oracle Funf YouTube channel, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah, it, it predates the, all of all of your YouTube stuff, because I remember you, there are articles on Game Cola where you're talking about how you're just starting to get into YouTube. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically it. We've... Uh, to my knowledge, uh, we've met in person exactly twice. Uh, once was at my wedding, and once was at his. I like how you put to my knowledge, like, I'm secretly sneaking over to your house in the middle of the night on the other side of the country to spy hey, there on was, you. There was, that, there was that year when we were on the same coast, I don't know. <laughs> To my knowledge, yeah. <laughs> Just make it sound like I'm seeing you without your permission. Maybe to my memory, I <laughs> would have been a better phrase. As far as I know, as far as I know, doesn't work better. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. Uh, Michael started writing for Game Cola. We, you know, did lots of podcasts and stuff, and talked a lot there. And uh, you know, when I started to get into games development, Michael was one of the first people I talked to about working uh, on stuff. That's with. right. We need to work. <laughs> we need to at some point discuss that one game you you, you uh, had me do artwork for the uh, the typo game. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That was the one I teased last month that I was going to talk about this month. Oops, we ran out of time again. <laughs> Stay tuned for the epic, thrilling conclusion. Oh, man, that was so good. That was such a good idea for a game, too. I wonder if we can still use it somehow. Uh, but anyway, that's about it for this episode of the podcast. Um, you can uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at Argolfumpf. Uh, oh man, I already made this joke now. <laughs> Spelled exactly as it sounds. Uh, you can check out all of our games on Steam or itch.io, or just visit oarock.com for the complete library. Uh, we currently have two games on Steam Greenlight, and I, I'm begging you, I'm actually begging you, please go vote for these games if you have a Steam account. If you don't have a Steam account, make a Steam account and vote for these games. Time is running out uh steam green light it is on its last legs and 
when they shut it down, uh, Valve has said that they're going to start charging developers a fee to publish on the platform. And as I was alluding to earlier, they said that fee could be as much as $5,000 per game. Uh, we're not in a position to be able to pay $5,000 to release every single game, each game, individually. Uh, so please, please, please vote. Vote early, vote often, etc. Um, our theme song is Dead Monster by March of the Danger Men. You can check them out on SoundCloud. Uh, and if you have any questions about game development or our game specifically or how Michael and I met, uh, we'd love to hear them. Email them to podcast at orock.com. It's like uh, it's like how I met your mother, except, <laughs> except not as good. <laughs> how I met my coworker. <laughs> we were sh- we showed up at oh. work at the same day. <laughs> oh, our origin story. I love it. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add before we uh, we sign off here? Um, nope, nope. That's it. Uh, thank you very much for all your support, everybody. Yeah, thank you guys so much, and uh, we'll see you again next month. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Oh, come on. Where's my... (laughs) No. I want my thing that gives me different sizes here. Maybe this will work. We're really good at trying to do other things while podcasting at the same time. We're really time. bad at trying to figure out what different sizes are for <laughs> 100% uh, anything. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, no. I just Googled list of resolutions, and then it gave me this stuff. I've never seen this before. 16 by 10 aspect resolutions. I, I, I We're just, like, super bad at computers. Uh, I don't know why we're I, making just, games. <laughs> right?